Welcome to the Destination Downriver podcast presented by Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the brand new Destination Downriver podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and the Island Beacon. And this is our first podcast that we're very excited to be providing to you. And we're actually broadcasting from the beautiful offices of the Trenton Trib and the Island Beacon in gorgeous downtown Trenton, one of our beautiful downriver communities. And we're so excited to be uh, having the opportunity to do this in partnership with the Destination Downriver Coalition. And you think about uh, over the past year where the coalition began and where we are today, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, The growth, the amount of members that have joined the coalition and what this coalition is doing to promote in a dynamic way all the great things that are taking place in the Downriver region. You know, Downriver, kind of our theme today is Rust Belt to Green Belt, and we have some amazing uh, guests that are going to be joining us, and I'm going to introduce them here in a minute. But Downriver is made up of 18 very diverse and very unique communities, and the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, who is today's podcast, serves uh, actually 21 uh, Southern Wayne County communities, and 18 of those are what makes up the the beautiful region of Downriver. So very excited to be uh, partnering with our friends at the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, and I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Ron Henricks. I'm the uh, actually the president and CEO of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, so we're so excited to uh, to be supporting uh, today's broad, or, uh, podcast of the Destination Downriver podcast. So our guests today, we're uh, very excited again to uh, be joining with Mary uh, Bowling and then Sue Trussell. And I'm going to start with uh, Mary, who joins us from Michigan State University and also with the Downriver Linked Greenways Initiative. And Mary, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit uh, about who you are and kind of your community involvement here in the uh, Downriver communities. Thanks, Ron. Um, As Ron said, I work for Michigan State University. I'm an educator with the Michigan Sea Grant Program, and we are working with all of our communities uh, along the coastal areas in Michigan to um, invigorate their economies and also um, balance that with wise use of our natural resources. And then as part of that, I chair the Downriver Link Greenways, which is a coalition of 21 different communities here in Downriver area, and we're working to connect all of our beautiful green spaces through a series of trails and also um, our wonderful water resources in the down uh, the Detroit River, the Huron River, and the Rouge River. That's great, Mary, and so excited to hear. Um, I, I know that you are such a big name in the Downriver community, and you've done so much for our region, and I'm really excited uh, to see more of what you're going to be doing in partnership with Destination Downriver. Uh, but this podcast, this is going to be an ongoing podcast that we're very excited to be uh, launching today to really help us to promote tourism downriver, to attract talent to the region. Um, and really today what we're focusing on is the story of how Downriver has has transformed from Rust Belt to Green Belt. Uh, so when you think along the kind of the Detroit River, uh, you know, shoreline um, and how it's it, it historically was really heavy industrial. Um, and today, as a community, we're focusing on reclaiming 
our uh, riverfront and making it more uh, attractive with natural open spaces, uh, attracting perhaps um, you know new developments and, and employers and, and things that will really build our community up uh, into what we know it is, and that is a very special region. Um, can you touch on perhaps a little bit um, of how we've been working to transform from heavy industrial to more of a welcoming uh, open you know green space type environment? Yeah, it, it's really an exciting time to be downriver because we are seeing so many um, spaces along the riverfront that are being reinvigorated and um, reprogrammed to allow for more public access. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of trail development. We're seeing a lot of um, green space development. And um, it's just really exciting because mm-hmm. those spaces, like you said, they used to be Um, you know, maybe dedicated to industrial processes or manufacturing processes. And now we're we're seeing that we definitely are um, reintroducing those spaces for uh, reintroducing those spaces for public access. So that's exciting. That's great. And again, we're here with Mary Bowling uh, with Michigan State University and the Down River Link Greenways Initiative. And my name is Ron Henricks. I'm your host of the Destination Down River podcast. And that was really a good segue, Mary, because I would like to talk a little bit about the uh, Downriver Link Greenways Initiative. And recently, the DLGI, uh, as it's uh, affectionately referred to here in the uh, Downriver community, um, launched a new website. And it it provides, I believe, if I understand uh, correctly, um, a really great uh, tool to help you to plan your trip to Downriver and take advantage of the greenways and perhaps restaurants that are along the greenways and different things like that. Can you talk, tell us a little bit about DLGI, perhaps the new website and other initiatives that the organization's involved in? Yeah, so, um, you know, Downriver Link Greenways, as I mentioned, has been uh, working with several communities in the Downriver area to connect those trails. And then our new website we're really excited about because prior to the, the launch last year, we were really focused on planning and designing and developing the trails and construction of those trails. Now we have over 100 miles of trails throughout mm-hmm. the area, mm-hmm. and so we're really excited to be able to provide what we call our delightful destinations. Uh-huh. So um, they're just samples of what people can do on the trail. So if somebody knows that they want to um, you know, go to Trenton, for example, uh, they can pull up that delightful destination. They can see what restaurants are there. Uh, what amenities are there, uh, where they can park their car, get on the trail. Um, if they're in a kayak, where they can park their car and get on out on the water. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just uh, very um, low-hanging fruit, if you mm-hmm. will, you know, mm-hmm. to try and give people an idea of what can be done. Obviously, uh, you know, people can create their own trails or, or their own tours, but if they don't uh, know the area, they can start there and then build build on those. That's great. And what's the website, Mary? It's downrivertrails.org. Okay, downrivertrails.org. That sounds so exciting. I'm going to definitely visit that when we're done with this podcast. Uh, looking forward to planning my trip to destination downriver at downrivertrails.org. Uh, and I want to—I do want to ask you because we probably have a lot of people that perhaps might live along the Iron Bell Trail, which goes throughout much of the state of Michigan, including the Upper Peninsula. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the Iron Bell Trail? You're, obviously, I know you're very familiar with it. Um, and does it go through the Downriver community, and does it connect to the Downriver Link Greenways? 
Yeah, we actually have 10 of our downriver communities that are along the trail for mm-hmm. the Iron Bell. So we share that path system. And with the Iron Bell Trail, it's it's 2,000 miles of trail oh going from Belle Isle in Detroit all the way to Ironwood on the wow. western end of the Upper Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And there's two different routes. Uh, once you leave Belle Isle, you can either go north on the biking route or you can go south and come through our downriver communities and go on the hiking portion. And so those communities downriver that are included, River Rouge, mm-hmm. Ecorse, Wyandotte, Riverview, Trenton, Gibraltar, um, Grozeal, and Brownstown Township, and Flat Rock. Wow, so, Mary, you are good. You got all this at the top of your head. <laughs> and <now>. Rockwood. <laughs> and I, can't, Rockwood. <laughs> I can't forget Rockwood, yeah. So the, yep. the, um, it's, it's pretty amazing that That's we get amazing. to share that path mm-hmm. um, with the Iron Bell Trail mm-hmm. and also the Great Lakes Way. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, that's, that's just amazing, Mary. Thank you so much. And so my final question for you, um, you mentioned all those communities, and that's really exciting that I would be able to go to downrivertrails.org and plan my trip and, and explore the trails and see what restaurants and other businesses are along the trail. Uh, but how could other communities get involved in the DLGI initiative or even Destination Downriver? Yes, yeah, so um, you know they can contact me uh, at my email is bowling at msu.edu. Um, but the exciting thing is is that they can um, actually go and connect with those trails that I mentioned through those t- ten other communities. So mm-hmm. we call those our links, obviously, for the downriver linked greenways. And so even a community that's not along that those um, 10 that connect with the iron or that are part of the iron bell mm-hmm. they can connect up with, for example i live in allen park which isn't one of those communities i mentioned but um you know we're working with with our leadership in the communities mm-hmm. uh, i know lincoln park has expressed interest and in, um you know woodhaven and all kinds of other downriver communities mm-hmm. that are trying to connect to that main spine that comes through the 10 communities i mentioned that's great yeah lincoln park and so many others um you know, we're one of our first, among us, our first communities that joined the Destination Downriver uh, Coalition. So they're amazing communities, and I'm excited to hear that they're interested in being involved um, in DLGI as well. Um, last uh, other question I want to ask you, um, how how is Michigan State involved in this initiative? And I know, you, obviously, your role, you serve um, at Michigan State University. So uh, how, does, how does Michigan State play into all this? So, you know, Michigan State University, the Sea Grant program that I work for, uh, you know, we, we focus on a number of different initiatives, including healthy coastal ecosystems and health, resilient communities and economies. And mm-hmm. so those two focus areas really come together around this trail effort. And so they allow me to be chair of this organization because it really helps support the, um, the work that's being done by our local communities and all the, the decision-making that happens at the local level that we can assist in and provide mm-hmm. research behind, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and do, do some, of the, um, <laughs> some of the other efforts that, that are needed to make the, the Downriver Link Greenway successful. So they allow me to do things like help communities write grants to mm-hmm. receive funding for mm-hmm. the trail development and, mm-hmm. and construction and programming as well. That's great. And so the, the area that we're talking about is actually uh, kind of within three different rivers or watersheds, and that's the Detroit River, the Huron River, and then the Rouge River. Um, so if you, for, for our listeners, if, can you kind of visualize that for them, explain you know, what communities, I know we talked about a lot of communities, but um, kind of you know, draw a picture mm-hmm. of, of 
you know, mental image, yeah. I guess, for them to explain what area we're talking about. Yeah, it's it, yeah. the the Down River Link Greenways is mm-hmm. basically southern Wayne County communities okay. outside of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you picture uh, the river on one side, I-275 on the other side, and, and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, we always talk about our mission is um, helping our communities here connect between Detroit, Ann Arbor, and Monroe. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mary, you have just been an absolute delight to talk talk with today. Um, and I'm so excited to be going to downrivertrails.org to plan my trip today uh, to Destination Downriver and explore all the amazing greenways and the waterways um, and, and just all the great things that you can come and, and enjoy the great outdoors here in the Downriver region. So thank you, Mary. Thank you for being with us today. Again, that's Mary Bowling with Michigan State University and the Downriver Link Greenways Initiative. Thanks again, Mary. So Mary, I do want to talk a little bit about the economic impact of the trail system. Um, And we all know that the Downriver Link Greenways Initiative truly has a dynamic economic impact here in the Downriver region. Um, Thinking about the Huron River, uh, the Huron River and the trails along the river, uh, and we in Atwater Street Tacos, John Fiorelli, the Fiorelli Restaurant Collection in, in Flat Rock. Um, there's a lot of unique businesses that really see the advantage of locating along the waterway and the trailways. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how uh, how trailways and waterways truly have an economic impact on a community? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, the economic development happens in a few different ways. You, obviously, we have you know increased use of our existing businesses, but then we are also seeing businesses relocate or locate here in uh, the Downriver area because we have these trails. Uh, so we're seeing brand new outfitters come to town. Um, you know, when we first started working on this twenty years ago, there wasn't anybody here, and now we have more than five. Uh, outfitters that are operating in our downriver communities. So bringing that economic benefit. Uh, Trails also raise property values in the nearby areas. We're seeing a lot of increased um, real estate, you know, people moving to an area because they, we have these amenities here and then um, also increasing tax revenues in our communities because of trails. So it's really exciting to see those economic development factors um, happening in in real time here in our Downriver communities. That's great, Mary, because that that really fits into the mission of the Destination Down Downriver Coalition, as I mentioned earlier, um, and that is recruiting talent to the region, attracting tourism, um, and the trailways and the waterways really fit so perfectly into that mission, uh, where it's providing uh, you know beautiful opportunities for uh, uh, to live along the waterway and the trailway, or to open a business, a unique business, and that's. That's another thing that's really unique about Downriver too is that we're seeing these kind of like niche market, market uh, you know, type businesses that are coming in and locating along these trailways and waterways uh, and truly taking advantage of that economic opportunity that they bring to a community. The Destination Downriver podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and the Island Beacon. And my name is Ron Henricks. I am your host. And I want to thank today's sponsor again, the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber which is truly Downriver's uh, premier business organization serving our region's job providers and entrepreneurs and uh, workforce as well. Uh, So we want to encourage you to go to the Chamber's website, swcrc.com, to learn more about how the Chamber is working to enhance business by providing many resources and opportunities in the Downriver region. Again, that's swcrc.com. 
So my next guest today, very excited to be uh, welcoming Sue Trussell to the program. And Sue Trussell is the director of the Brownstown Township Downtown Development Authority. And Sue wears many hats. She's also the uh, one, of, one of the chairs of the Destination Downriver Coalition, which we're going to be talking to her uh, more, in more detail here in a couple of minutes about. Uh, but she also serves on the Chamber's Executive Committee, and uh, that means that she's one of my bosses. So we're very excited to have Sue here, and I have to be very, uh, really uh, very polite and uh, kind to her, I believe. So, Sue, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. And why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about uh, about yourself and uh, your involvement with the uh, with Brownstown Township and also Destination Downriver. Sure. Thank you, Ron. And you are always polite to me, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, I have been the director of uh, Brownstown Downtown Development Authority. I've been with the township for nine years and a lifelong Downriver resident. And I was happy when, um, so Anita Trojeski started this downtown, de- excuse me, Destination Downriver Coalition in 2018. We all got together and at a tourism workshop that was put on by Michigan State University Extension and it brought about 50 people together from around um, the Downriver area just to try and get a conversation started on how we can make Downriver a tourist destination. So um, about a year ago, Anita decided to retire and asked um, me to step up to be the, the co-chair of the coalition. I was happy to do that. I, Like I said, down, lifelong Downriver resident and love the area, and I'm happy to do anything I can to pr- to promote Destination Downriver. Sounds great, Sue. And you were definitely the perfect person for Anita to approach. And I know Joanne Gagne um, is also uh, the, the other co-chair and very heavily involved in the coalition. Uh, so I want to give Joanne a shout out, shout out because she just retired as well from the city of Trenton. And we, we miss her so much, but she's still so active in the, in the community. Uh, but let's talk about Destination Downriver. Uh, one thing that, Sue, you've been so active in since the beginning of this coalition is really cha- being a champion behind um, sharing information to communities and why they should uh, buy into the coalition and, and be involved. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about um, perhaps the, the purpose for Destination Downriver um, and how this coalition is beneficial to the entire region? Sure. So our focus has been to get the 18 communities to embrace Destination Downriver for us to show them how we can help them um, enhance their businesses, enhance their communities, enhance anything to bring people to their community, to live there, to work there. Um, So through Destination Downriver, there's so many benefits. We can promote as a region um, the whole area, and that will benefit each community individually. So um, we've asked for a financial contribution from those communities. And the way we like to tell our story is um, for the money that we're asking for um, on their own would not get them very much as a marketing tool. But if we all pool our money together and pool our resources together and our efforts together, um, we can do so much more as a region. Yeah, you know, Sue, that's such a great point because we're talking about 18 very unique, different communities coming together as one dynamic and powerful region of difference makers. Um, And I think that having an organization like Destination Downriver Coalition um, is is truly having such an amazing impact and bringing all those communities together to have 
um, have that bigger, you know, impact that we're all hoping to have um, in this region. So that that's such a great point, and we can definitely do a lot more when we're united together. And I think that's the, uh, you know, the definitely a big purpose for Destination Downriver. Um, so thinking about the beginning of Destination Downriver, and I know the coalition kind of formed out of a, uh, a board meeting with the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, and it was Anita Tordeski who brought the idea up to our board, and the board loved it, um, and it kind of, you know, uh, became in this big regional effort, and it's so dynamic and powerful today. Um, but can you talk about how the coalition has evolved since since its foundation? Um, maybe what was the original intent, and then it's really developed into something I think much larger today. Sure. So, as original intent was intent was to make promote Downriver as a tourist destination. Um, I, Anita's idea, you know which was a great idea to get us all together and promote us. And we were heavily involved with the Detroit Metro Visitors and Convention Bureau. And their idea was for conventioneers to come, you know, while they're in Detroit for a a week-long convention, come downriver for a day and do a day trip, which was great until the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So um, we changed our focus, and we could have easily you know, just folded at that point. And I'm so impressed with everyone who's involved in the coalition that just kept pushing forward instead of, you know, being tired of the Zoom meetings and being tired of talking about it. We really, everyone really stepped up. So I'm really proud of everybody for doing that. And um, our focus changed to uh, economic development, which was a part of it, and also just tourism for the people living here for the residents to take a day trip somewhere. And it's um, amazing through our conversations during the coalition meetings how um, and very involved people still don't know a lot about what's happening downriver in you know their neighborhood communities. So it's really um, had us focus on that there's so much information that we need to get out there. And that's really what we need to do as Destination Downriver is to get the information out there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's you brought up a really good point, Sue. And that's you know what's that old saying: when the going gets tough, the tough gets get going. Um, and that's truly <clears throat> that's who we are. Excuse me, <clears throat> that's who we are. You know, downriver. Um, you know, we're tough people, and we we come together in you know in good times and in bad times. And uh, this pandemic has truly shown how uh, how this community is, is so passionate about serving each other and helping each other, um, you know, to, to uh, not just survive, but to be a thriving region. And that's so great about Destination Downriver is it has that ability to bring us all together and, and be united, as I mentioned before. So let's talk about the future of Destination Downriver, because uh, we're still, during this broadcast, we're still kind of in the midst of the COVID pandemic, but we're getting towards the end of it, I believe, as we've had a lot of these uncertain times. Uh, but so now we're starting to think about what does the region look like post pandemic, and as you mentioned, we want to start you know promoting uh, date you know daytime trips and things like that. Um, so what are the kind of the some of the the main um, initiatives that or, or the goals of Destination Downriver on the horizon, perhaps you know post pandemic over the next couple of years? So the future looks like. Um... We, one of our, our big initiatives is to do packaging for um, tourists, 
ones that live local tourists or ones that are coming from other states, other countries. So we've been working hard with our businesses and our communities to put together packaging. So we could go on the Destination Downriver website and say, you know, I want a kayak and I want to um, go to a restaurant and you'd find a package right there for that. We have talked to the city of Riverview about including them with their golf course there. So we've been visiting all the different communities and figuring out exactly what they have to offer. And they don't have to be on the water. I mean, we do have wonderful Mm. trails and wonderful things to do. But with the, like you said, Ron, the 18 diverse communities we have, there's something to do Mm. in every community. We actually did a exercise on our couple meetings ago, or we have a monthly meeting for Destination Downriver Coalition. And everyone from each of the communities talked for five minutes about what they would do in their community, a day trip, and that would include an activity, somewhere to visit, and somewhere to eat. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful for us to hear, and me as a lifelong downriver resident, I learned a lot of things about places to go to that I had never heard of. And it was just wonderful to for them to be able to tell their story, and that's kind of what we want to do. We want to tell the stories of all the 18 communities. That's great, Sue. And one thing you mentioned that I want to go back to the day trips, um, because we, we were just talking not too long ago with Mary Bowling, my previous guest, uh, and we were talking about the economic impact of the trailways, the waterways, and the economic impact of destination downriver, I think, is um, is truly, uh, you, know, you know, tremendous and very beneficial, I think, to our local downriver businesses and now they're going to have the opportunity to advertise their services and their offerings in these uh, visitor packets so that that's tremendous to, to hear about sue uh, but also when you think about destination downriver you we talk about these daytime trips but destination downriver is also a permanent destination as well and we talk about these different communities that are within the 18 for example like romulus which and taylor who are seeing just dynamic economic growth right now and, and opportunities for employment and and to come and, and live and raise a family. So there's kind of a permanent aspect to this as well, correct? That's very cor- correct. That's very, that is correct, Ron. Um, and as my job as the DDA director in Brownstown, that's always my focus. We, as the DDA, built a beautiful $7 million recreation campus. And you would think, well, what's that got to do with economic development? Well, when a company is bringing people in or looking for a place to have their business, to build their business, they also want to have a place where their employees are comfortable, where their, their employees are going to look, well, where's their recreation for my children? Where, where can I go to do things, activities with my family? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely part of the economic development is to make a pleasurable place to live and things to do so people want to build their businesses here and then live here so it's a large part of it so sue how can businesses find more information and learn more about participating with the coalition and perhaps getting their information into these visitor packets um they can just uh look on the destination Downriver website and email us and we'd be happy to to have them part of it, to give them any information that they need. Great. I know there's a lot of businesses that uh, would be very interested in participating in Destination Downriver and uh, getting their services and information on their business in those visitor packets. So again, you can go to the Destination Downriver Coalition website. 
uh, which is destinationdownriver.com. Yes. Uh, and then also you can reach out to, uh, there's information there uh, on the website. You can reach out to uh, the coalition, Sue Trussell or Joanne Gagne, uh, who will be able to help you with that. So Sue, thank you so much. We appreciate you joining us today. Uh, I think Destination Downriver has a lot of great days ahead for the entire region. And we're going to be hearing uh, more information about Destination Downriver in future podcasts. And I know uh, we're going to have a lot of uh, other speakers and guests from the local level, the regional level, the state, and perhaps even the national level that are going to be talking about uh, many different things that make Downriver so special, not only to our state, but to our entire uh, nation, I believe. So, Sue, do you want to add one more thing? I do. Thank you. Ron, I just want to thank the chamber, the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, because without your support, we wouldn't be where we are today. We really appreciate everything you've done for us because we do have the same mission. So I I appreciate all of your support. We all do. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. I greatly appreciate that. And it's a pleasure having the opportunity to host these uh, podcasts. And I'm looking forward to uh, what this podcast will bring for the entire Don River region. I think that we're going to get a lot of uh, listeners throughout the state and throughout the nation that are uh, going to f- kind of use this podcast to discover all the unique and special things that are taking place here in the Don River region. So- we're trying to stay positive, stay on the bright side, and everyone wants to be outside. And the Downriver area offers so many opportunities to do that. We have 7,500 acres of parkland, which include municipal parks. We have four metro parks. Um, the only international wildlife refuge in North America. And um, we also have two metro park golf courses. There's so much to offer here to do outside. And every community has something that they can offer for us. Yeah, there, there truly is, um, Sue. And we were talking with Mary Bowling, as I mentioned earlier, my previous guest. And she had mentioned to me previously that we have 100 miles of trailways, and that's combined greenways and waterways. And if you think about the opportunity that brings to a visitor and a resident of the Down River community when it comes to kayaking and fishing and hiking and um, just exploring the great outdoors, what better place than destination downriver just an absolutely amazing place for a day trip and as i mentioned before a permanent destination to uh, raise your family to open a business and really live that abundant life that i think all of us are seeking i want to thank you again for listening to today's destination downriver podcast presented by the trenton trib and Island Beacon, and a special thank you to Kathy Kane and all the staff here at the Trib and the Beacon uh, who are allowing us to broadcast from their beautiful office in the happening place of down, uh, de- or, uh, downtown rather Trenton. So just a, a wonderful uh, partnership, and we greatly appreciate that. Also, today's sponsor, Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, who is uh, very proud to support today's podcast. And I want to encourage you to visit swcrc.com to learn more about the chamber who is the uh, which is the premier business organization serving the downriver communities so thank you so much to the southern wayne county regional chamber today's uh, podcast sponsor 
Our next podcast will be broadcasting in July. So we want to strongly encourage you to join us for that podcast to learn more as we have uh, many speakers uh, planned for the for future broadcasts here locally regionally at the state level and also at the national level they're going to be helping us to discover all the great things that are taking place here in destination downriver so we want to encourage you again tune in in july and you can find this podcast at many different locations including the uh, trenton trib and island beacons website destinationdownriver.com and then all the different social media channels such as youtube and facebook so we strongly encourage you to join us in july for our next podcast again my name is ron Hendricks. i am your host and i'm looking forward to joining you in future uh, podcasts and we greatly appreciate you again thank you to our presenting sponsor trent trib and island beacon and we're looking forward to seeing you next time on the destination downriver podcast Have a wonderful day.